Hello and welcome back to Super Necessary. It's it's been a long time. We know that yes. we've been out of the game now for a, for about a month, um, and we have a good reason for being out of the game. Good reason probably isn't the right way to put it. We we have a valid reason, let's say. Uh, so unfortunately, Kieran uh, contracted COVID yes. over the last few weeks, and um, <laughs> to say he was under the weather would probably be an understatement. Yeah. I'd agree with that. It, uh, it weren't the most pleasant thing I've experienced. There's a lot of, lot of muscle cramps, a lot of, lot of headaches, coughing, chest pains. It was uh, quite a bit. And obviously, with it being a new thing, you know, your body's just got to get used to it and fight it. Yeah. And how, how are you feeling now in yourself and everything? Are you 100% or not quite? Yes. Uh, and- I'm getting there. It's you get like some after symptoms with it, which is odd when I found that out. Like, well, yeah, you you're done with COVID, but you've still got like twelve weeks of after symptoms. I was like, yeah, really? Okay, so I was like, so I still have like a cough and that, and I get out of breath quite easy when I'm walking. Don't know whether that's COVID or I'm just unhealthy. <laughs> um, I'll get it. Still, still get a bit of muscle pain, but it's not not as bad. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I'm, I'm doing well back in work. And the great thing is, we are back as well. Yeah, as I say, it's been it's been a long time. Um, or at least it feels like it's been a long time. As I say, yeah. nearly a month. Yeah. Um, which I think we were just getting to the point where we were getting an episode out a week and sticking to it. Yeah. And then we just we just got. Well, I say we. You got hit with that, yeah, and it just kind of derailed us a bit. Um, but we we said we were going to do an episode today. We we have had a bit of change of plan. Yeah. Uh, we were we did originally have scheduled interviews with uh, Nathan Fletcher and Matthew Bonner, um, but we've decided to postpone that in agreement with with both of the lads uh, for a very good reason, which will come to light when we do eventually get to them on. Um, but as I say, we wanted to still put an episode out for you. Be be a bit different than episodes we've done in the past. But we've got uh, some MMA news to go over. Um, and we've got a selection of questions from the commission. Uh, a lot to go over. Yeah. And um, and then we've we've each got a question for each other at the end just to, to round it off. So with that being said, let, let's dive right into it. So yes. MMA news. Uh Got to admit, I haven't been the greatest <clears throat> keeping up to date with it lately. Um, I've only been looking the last few days or so. Um, as, you, as you know, with me, Liverpool podcast, that's kind of been ruining my life for the past few weeks. <laughs> um, not the podcast itself, just Liverpool. has yeah. ruined my life for yeah. the past few weeks. Um, they haven't really been performing as, as well as they can, shall we say, you know, especially with the last no. game. You know. <laughs> But let, let's not talk about that. We're not here for that. No one cares yeah. about football. I don't even <laughs> like football. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's what's the latest news for us then? What have we got? Okay. So um, rounds up a, a few things. So obviously, we know, uh, Derek Lewis uh, was victorious over Curtis Blades in his fight. But oddly enough, after that win, which would put him in a good position for a possible title fight, he still says he wants Alistair Overeem. Um, I think that's due to 
Alistair, I think he mentioned something about Alistair not accepting the fight a couple of times, but he said he's ready for him. What, what do you think of that, given that his, his position after the fight could be possibly for the title? It, it seems it seems an odd route to go down. Um, maybe he knows he's not, maybe Derek knows he's not going to get a title shot next. Hmm. So, Alistair Overeem, he's a, he's a huge name in the sport. Absolutely maybe he's looking at it Exactly. Maybe Derek's looking at it as in, if if I fight him, get a win over Alistair Overeem, that just boosts my stock even further. Um, I think if it does happen, it's a fight that can legitimately go either way. We know Lewis has got knockout power, um, and we know Overeem is very suspect, suspect to getting knocked out. So yeah, um, if Lewis catches him, it it could be lights out. But um, you know. Overeem's got all the experience. He's got the skill set is still elite level. You've got to you've got to say. Yeah. Um, it's just as I say, <laughs> like you always say, the one thing you can't train is your chin. Yeah, and that's Overeem's problem. That's true. And uh, I think there was also something else that was added. He was calling for a three round fight with him, not a, a five round fight, which is obviously usually the main event or hmm. uh, yeah, it's usually the main event, isn't it? So it's like. That's another pretty odd request. They let's make up three rounds. You um, yeah. as you say, it, it it it's it's another name, you know, another big name on his on his record. But it's just a, I think it, it's a very odd direction to go. But it it it's this that gets people talking, I guess as well. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, I'm sure he's got reasons behind it. Um, like I say, one, it gets people talking. Um, two again, as, as I say, I don't think he pro- he probably doesn't think he's next in line for the title shot with the way they're talking about Jones and stuff uh, like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's it, you know while he probably might deserve it, it's tough to see that actually being the direction he got with um, yeah. at the moment, at least anyway. Yeah. Um. So the, the next one we've got moving down in weight is. Um, Lahovic has predicted that he will win in the second round um, by a KO uh, head kick. What do you what do you make of that? Given that you know Adesanya's probably a sizable favourite when it comes to the, the striking. Um, what, what do you think of that prediction? Um, to I mean. To quote Jason Bateman in, in Dodgeball, it's a bold prediction. Let's see if it pays off. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. See, the, I don't know. The thing is with stuff like that, and you've only got to look at Conor McGregor against Dustin, mm. it's easy It's easy to make statements like that before the fight. But saying that it's going to happen and making it happen are two very different things. For all we know, Blazovich, you know, he, he might not land a glove on him. He might not land, he might not land anything. Yeah. <laughs> Adesanya could just dance around him for 25 minutes, keep him, you know, jab his head off, and yeah, that'd be that. It'd be a boring fight, but it could happen. No, what just kind of annoyed me because, like, the question that I, I want to ask you at the end, I just kind of contradicted myself with it. So, <laughs> but I'll ask it and then people can take the piss out of me after it. Um, but yeah, it. It is a bold prediction, but I, I think um, given that Blahovic is, is a good striker himself, it, you know, it's never out of the question that 
you know, he could get the KO, you know, and it only takes one wrong move on Adesanya's side or a good move on Jan's side to yeah. actually land that kick, you know. It's... Absolutely. I mean, we know in MMA and knockout can come at any time, but yeah. the way I'm looking at it is, is, is Blahovic as big a striker as Costa, let's say? Mm. You know, Costa is was huge for the division. Yeah. And Izzy didn't have any trouble with him. Um, Izzy, you know, I think Costa's more the explosive power than rather than Blachowicz. I think he's a bit more calculated, but you can't discount, discredit Izzy. He's fought big strikers already and he's dealt with them relatively comfortably. Yeah. And uh, how do you think... Um... Adesanya do that. Like, how do you think his, his speed is going to come with him? You know, I, I'm guessing he'll have the speed advantage over the whole bridge, but do you think that will translate over to, to light heavyweight? Um, yeah, I do actually. I think I think he's probably the type of fighter who whose skill set will remain the same regardless mm. of the division. Like, you see some fighters when they drop up or down. They might not be if they drop down. He mightn't be as quick if they go up. They're not as strong. Yeah. I think he's he's a bit. I think he's he's a kind of. He's a bit like John Jones in a way. I think John Jones's skill set will transition easily into heavyweight. Mm. And I think is he's the same. You know, we've seen it with the likes of uh, GSP in the past. BJ Penn has fought in every single weight division there is. I think. <laughs> um, so we've seen it before. Some some fighters are just that good. That changing weight classes. All it means is they're going to be heavier or lighter. Nothing else will change. And I think he's, he's that level, to be honest. Yeah. As much as I'm, as much as I think he's a bit of a becoming a bit of a tit outside <laughs> of the octagon, um, his, his skill set is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I, I think another example you could use that is Kamzat. Uh, you know, he's multiple weight classes, and obviously yeah. he's still a good fighter across the board. Yeah, um, say it happens. So, um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's a problem, even in light heavyweight. To be honest, how do you see that fight going? Do you see is he becoming a double champ, or do you see Yan, let's say, shocking the MMA world? Um, yeah, I think right now my money probably would be on Izzy. Mm. Um, but again, that being said. We all know how fast the fight could change. Izzy could be on top for 20 minutes and then the last round, he could, you know, as Blachowicz could take his head off, as we, as we yeah. know can happen. Um, and vice versa, you know, Blachowicz might go in and throw everything at him and Izzy could quite easily just counter him and, and end it. So, yeah, it's, I don't, some fights are, t- are very difficult to call, you know, they're both top level fighters, they both got really good skill sets. I think it's going to be an intriguing fight. Um, but right now, yeah, my money probably is only just, admittedly, but probably is uneasy. I think the thing that makes that fight intriguing as well is sometimes Bukovic can be the counter-striker, which obviously with Izzy being a counter-striker as well, it'd be interesting to see that dynamic and see how they, how they basically perform against each other with sort of two counter-strikers. Um, so next one... Um, we have uh, our good man Dan Hardy. Um, he's he said he wants to fight again after I believe it's about nine years of not competing. But he said if he's going to do it, he doesn't want to just fight anyone. He needs he needs names. 
And I think Matt, Matt Brown responded on Twitter with is a hanky the Christmas poo, saying, uh, <laughs> I, I know someone who can help or so, something oh, like right, that. Okay. Um, so obviously he's, he's basically saying, I'll, I'll take that fight against you. And I believe they've got, um, obviously they've got stuff themselves. I think you meant to fight in the past, 2013, yeah. something like that. But um, Hardy had to pull out due to medical reasons. But what, what do you think of Hardy come back after all this time? And if he does, how, how do you see that fight going if it becomes a thing? Um, it's hard for me at the moment to not think it would be a mistake simply because of the length of time out. Um, You know, you can do all the training in the world, but if you're not fighting, it's completely different. You know, he he, he won't have trained with the intensity of a fight camp for nine years or however long he's been retired for. Yeah. And no doubt he he could get back to that level, but I just think with that length of time out, you know, he's not, he hasn't he probably hasn't sparred for that long. He probably hasn't, as I say, he won't have trained with the same intensity. He would have trained, no doubt. But it's it's the two completely different things. It's um, I just think I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the I don't see the need in him to come back for yeah. himself. I don't know if he thinks he's still got something to prove, or I don't know if he just looks at the division and think I could take this division. <laughs> Maybe maybe he's looking at it like that, but again, after so long out, um, as much as Dongarong love Dan Hardy, one of my favourites, but um, I do think it might be a bit of a mistake if I'm being honest. I think something you could draw on is McGregor. You know, he he was out of the sport. You know, even if it was just what was like a, a year. You know, mm. um. I don't know how long it was before the Cerrone fight that he was out, but it was a fair bit of time as well, wasn't it? And he said himself, you, you need to be fighting. You, you can't you can't just, like, put the sport aside. You can't not fight, you know. Yeah. You, you need to be active, and maybe that's something that goes against Hardy. You know, so, you know, Massively. Brown uh, fought Condi, and, you know, still did pretty well against yeah. them. Um but it's like you know it's similar with like complete completely different on one aspect but you understand the point in me. So it's the same at like uh professional wrestlers, you know like WWE and all that. Yeah. And I, I I know I kind of use this these as a comparison so much but I think the training that they go through in some aspects is similar. Um and it's the same with, with them you see wrestlers who retire and come back after so many years out it's it's fine doing the training and all stuff like that, but in wrestling, like Kurt Angle, funny enough, was one when he came back to WWE. He didn't wrestle for about a year, right. and in that year, his body just gave up because he weren't taking bumps every single week or every night. Yeah, he went, you know, he went, and his body just seized up. And then when he did finally wrestle for WWE again, it, he was a shell of what he used to be. Yeah, and I think you can you can get the same way. With fighters, have a year off, yeah, fair enough. Some fighters have had longer off, some fighters have had two years off through injury or whatever it is. Look at Brock when he was in MMA. Yeah. He was having like 12, 12 to 18 months off with, with medical injury, issues. Yeah. But nine years, if it is that long, nine years is just, I think that seems too big of an obstacle. Yeah, it is, it is a pretty long time. But then again, we never know. You could come back, fight me. 
Matt Brown and whole sort of crazy out and shock everyone. I mean, I mean, it was all love to see that, but it's it, it it's weird now because obviously he's got his analysis side, you know, so he's probably looking mm. at fights. It's not just as like, oh well, did a fight that he's breaking their games down, you know, whether it's yeah commentating or in the war room that he does, you know. So maybe he's. I mean, maybe he might just take the one fight. Maybe it's just this, this feeling that he's got of just fighting again. You know, I think fighters are prone to get that feeling, you know, come back out of retirement, having that fight, you know. It's yeah. either I think that, especially with, with someone, sorry to interrupt, I think especially uh-huh. with someone like Dan Hardy, you know, I don't think I don't think you'll get Michael Bisman wanting to come back. Obviously, we know about his eye, but, yeah. you know, he won the title. Yeah. Dan Hardy never did. So maybe that's driving them at the same time. Um, and I think that's obviously going to be the difference with some fighters that if a fighter's got the belt at some point in the career, they'll go, well, why do I need to come back? Whereas if they never, it's kind of like, I still want it. So it, it, It's weird because when you said that about he's been getting the belt, hardly never. Obviously, he had a pretty good fight against JSP in terms of how he defended and stuff and whatnot yeah. and that was just taken with Dan Hardy across from Usman it's like oh uh, totally <laughs> this match don't get me wrong it is yeah but again for me if it, if I was in Dan Hardy's shoes right now that would after nine years out that would be the only thing driving me thinking I want one last chance to try and get the belt like over him thing yeah after nine years out what the reason can it be? It's not like he... It, what, I can't imagine it being a money thing because he's still been with the UFC, like you said, his analysis side. Yeah. And, you know, he's become very respected in that side of the game. Um, so I can't imagine it's got anything to do with that. I'm sure... Has he got his own school as well? Am, am I thinking as well? I'm, I, I, sure. I think I think he's got his own match with the thinkers, sort of reptile. Uh, mm crazy reptile or something mad like that I'm probably you know saying that wrong but, yeah. but it is something reptile um, I, I don't well, know I say, don't get me wrong I'd, I'd be happy to see him back but I just don't want him to tarnish his legacy yeah I, I think with you know with it being a fight against Matt Brown yeah it's alright but I think when he when he starts getting to the the, the, the younger ones you know the, the hungry and everything then maybe that's when you might see it kind of go go down. But you know, we'll see if that happens. Um, so the two two last two two pieces um in the life fight fight announcements. Um, so obviously after uh, Bilal Muhammad uh, won his fight against uh, Di- Diego Lima, I believe it was, um, he has now stepped in to fight. Leon Edwards on March 13th, I believe. And obviously, we know we've had um, that fight against him and Kamzaki pulled a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so, Leon actually gets his fight. And we are now going to see Leon you know, after about like two years, is it? Possibly. So, something like that, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do you think of that? I mean, um, I'll be happy to see Leon. Fight again. I think he's, I think he's a really good fighter. Um, 
yeah, it's just been nice to see him back. Um, that fight with Kamzat is kind of becoming the, the Ferguson and Khabib fight for him. Yeah, it's going yeah. to get made about seventeen times and never actually happen. Um, no, yeah, I'd say it'd be good to see Leon back again. You know, with the length of time he's been out at the time, he was I think he was third in the rankings mm. at the time. He, he was what you know, pretty much one way away from a title shot. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to. I don't know what his ranking is at the moment, but I I can't imagine he's still number three. So he's got a bit of work to do to get back to that level. And um Bilal Muhammad's a good a good fight for him, I think. Um it's yeah. gonna be, it's a fight that's gonna test him, but I think he'll he should come out on top. Absolutely, and uh prompts to Bilal for stepping in, you know, on a on short notice and giving Leon a fight after after all this. I don't think it'll be a be an interesting matchup. Um so last one is is a Another another fight is Holly Holm is going to be fighting Juliana Juliana Pena on a May card. Um, I, I was confused by this. I don't know if I've got it wrong, but didn't Jermaine Durandamy beat Juliana Pena? My my, um, I think so, that yeah. wrong. Or? I'll yeah. I'll have a look now. Yeah, and, um, uh, I just. Uh, it, it was odd when I seen it. I know, I believe Juliana's fought since then. I don't think Jermaine has. But it was odd to see that match up and Jermaine's be stuff, as I think, after they were saying, like, the fight would be. You're correct, by the way. All right, yeah. As 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 Juliana fought after Jermaine, I'm pretty sure she has. Um, yeah, she beat Sarah McMahon. Yeah. January. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe that's the reason why they're giving a home, but I, I just found it odd that they didn't make the, the randomly home fight. Um, yeah, what, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, similar to pretty much the same as yourself, to be honest. Um, home and, and the randomly probably seemed the, the more logical fight to make, but you know. I suppose the difference is is Pena's more active than than yeah. me right now, um. So maybe they've just gone with that. So at the moment, I mean, technically they both got either one to be going in off a win at the minute. So yeah, you could say it's a it's a kind of even playing field for who mm. gets the fight there. Sure. But the fact that the randomly has beat Pena make does make it seem more logical, as I say, for it to be the randomly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's that's. The news items that I could that round up the news, does it? Yeah, that I could whip up and get. <laughs> Lovely. So, like I say, we we put it out. To be fair, we only gave Twitter about an hour and a half's notice, if that. Um, and we we got a we got a good few questions from the commission. Yeah. Um. So some, honestly, some of some of the best people on, not just MMA Twitter, just Twitter in general. Um. So Absolutely. we will give you all a shout out, and we appreciate the questions. And we'll go over them one by one. So, the first one we've got is uh, is from Mook. Mook, yes. And um, this, this is a this is a double question. So I'll I'll ask them both, and then we'll we'll give the answers. So, Mook asks, uh, what made us what made us MMA fans, and who was the first fighter to grab our attention? Um, Johnny's got first. Yeah, go on. Yeah, well, the first fighter for me. Frank Mia. Um, yeah. He really 
caught my attention weren't just his his fighting style and how he performed. It was also his uh, his knowledge. He, he was very very knowledgeable, you know, and it was also his he, he had a, a accident, a bike accident years ago, and I think he was out for like two years because of the injury. Yeah. Um, and like that that was really like a big character thing, you know, like to to come back after that and then win the title. Like, Again. Yeah, you know, that's he he just really drew me in to, to MMA uh, yeah. almost so at that time UFC because that's basically all all we watched. But uh, yeah, Frank Frank Mir got me interested in MMA. Nice. Um, so what got me interested in MMA was not necessarily a fighter. Um, I, I first seen a UFC at a, at a quite young age. Um, I seen it, I think I've mentioned this before, I seen it on a Bravo. So yeah. Bravo in the UK at least doesn't exist anymore. It's still, I think it's I still going in, in the US. Um, but yeah, I first seen it on Bravo. And I think for me, it was just, I don't know. It, it kind of it seemed like I was watching a fighting game rather than an actual fight because it was just totally different to anything you're seeing on telly in the UK at the time. You know, yeah. boxing was very boxing's very you know disciplined. It's stand up, punch, block, stand up. You know, it's boxing's kind of repetitive. Still it's, exciting. It's, it's well, one dimensional, basically. It is. It's one dimensional. Still yeah. very exciting, but one dimensional. And MMA just like. Blew my mind. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, I was honestly, I was like, "What the hell am I watching?" And at first, I didn't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing saying that. But then, it just—I didn't actually sort of see it again for quite a few years. But the one fighter that always stuck in my head from watching it, then few times on Bravo, was is the one who who really got me into it properly. Was was Tito Ortiz? Yeah. Um, at the time, I think when I was sort of seeing it, he was champ, and he was he was quite dominant for a bit. Um. And then I never really seen it again for a good few years until really until like we started watching it around that time. Yeah. Um, like me, you, few of our few of our mates. Um that's when I really got into it properly. Yeah. But yeah, Tito is is the guy who I would say got me into it the most. Yeah. Uh, uh, similar to you like when and like you watch it and you're like, oh my god, like what what is this that I'm watching? I think the fight the fight that I seen was Mir against Sylvia. And obviously when yeah. he, he snapped his forward on, it was like, holy fuck, like what what is this yeah. thing? You know, it, that, it's that it's that, that first response, you know, it's like, wow, like what am I watching? But then it's like it's the intrigue, it's the excitement that comes with it, like this is actually quite sick you know <laughs> I, I think I'll watch quite this sick. is an understatement <laughs> <laughs> yes no it was just it it just it does it grabs the question from from Rufus Perfect because it does it just grabs your attention yeah and you don't you don't want to turn it off um, especially like when I first seen it back in the day because it was like did not long it wasn't that long out of coming from the hot, the old tournament yeah aspect where it was like Basically, Anything. do everything you can to nearly kill them, but don't actually kill them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so it was still, it was still hella brutal when I first seen it. 
Um, but yeah, it's just been one hell of a ride. Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. Great question. Uh, next question we've got is from Cyrus. Ah, okay. This will be an um, interesting one. <laughs> this is a three. This is a three-part question, so I'm going to have to ask you these one by one instead of one after each other. Okay. Okay. So the first question we've got from Cyrus is: uh, Would you be more excited for Jones versus Derek Lewis or Jones versus Francis? Mm. Um. Pro. I probably be. I don't know because. Obviously, I think Lewis holds a win over and Garner, doesn't he? But hmm. if we're looking for at it as Jones' first fight, um, maybe Lewis. I, I think he's he's certainly got the power. He's he's not he's not the the, the worst wrestler, you know. As um, yeah. I, don't, I think it would probably be Lewis more, even because I think Ingarno is so thing, you know, similar to Lewis, is just to knock it out. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how, how they would do with Jones' wrestling, and especially being a heavyweight, you know? Yeah. So they both be intriguing, but I'd, I'd probably go with, with Lewis. Strangely enough, I think I'd probably go with that as well. Um, just for the fact that I think because we haven't seen Jones a heavyweight yet mm. I feel like that would be a closer fight right now than what he would with Francis um, as I, I think Francis as your first fight in heavyweight would be a bit harsh to be honest with um, you not intimidating yeah. to Jones um, but to you and me and Alan yeah <laughs> um, so but I mean don't get wrong even fucking Derek Lewis but yeah, I, I just think Jones would stand us a better chance while we don't know what he's capable of a heavyweight at Lewis. So I'd, yeah. I'd, probably, I'd probably go with that myself, to be honest. Um, second question from Cyrus. Um, so I think this is one we've had to put a little bit of thought into. Um, so <laughs> it's uh, top five chicks in MMA that you'd smash. <laughs> okay, okay. Of course, it, this is where it does Cyrus. You know, we, we would definitely get a, a question like that <laughs> if it was from anyone. It's going to be Cyrus. Um, yeah. So, do you want to go first, or do you want to? Should we do one by one? Go for it. Yeah, all right. I'll go first. So, first, well, no particular order <laughs> to do. Um, but the first name I put down is someone I've kind of always had a soft spot for, um, Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Okay, what, 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 what's the nickname again? Hotcakes or something? Was it cupcake? Cupcake, that was close. That You're was close. close. <laughs> Hotcakes is maybe what's that? It's a nickname, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, okay, it's a, it's a good one. Um, so my, my, my first one is Trace Cortez, and I know Cyrus, I like that one as well. Um, yeah. Tracy Cortez, the, the first name I've put down. Nice. Um, next one for me is uh, Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl Gonzalez. Mm. She, she, she makes it on, on my list as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put Pearl Gonzalez down. Um, okay, so it's what, two, two each in it. So next one I've put down is Claudia Gadelia. 
Yeah, well, nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's not on my list, but yeah, <laughs> I, I like the choice. Yeah. Um. Next on my list, uh, Valerie Valerie Lareda. Valerie Lareda. Yeah. What What is she? Is she a, a MMA fighter or a Instagram? Yeah, model? she's a fighter. She's a, well, <laughs> <laughs> she claims to be a fighter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think she she won her last fight, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So. so she, she is a she fighter, but it's always the dynamic, and is she a fighter or is yeah. she a model? Why not be both? Um. Anyway, uh, my next one is Michelle Watson, Okay, it's in the name. I, I like it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> for me, someone I was kind of umming and ahhing about putting on there, and I said, I said before we started recording, that I weren't going to, and then I changed my mind. Yeah. Uh, Rachel lost. Rachel Ostovich. Yeah, I can I ask you why I, why you were into minds at first and then you changed changed it to actually. I think it's just, I think it's just I think it's just because I couldn't remember the name to be honest. And then <laughs> I, I I googled it and I was like, and then I said to you before I googled it, I'm not going to put it on. And then I googled, it, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to put it on here. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that's, that's just it. basically what it was. That yeah. was the thought when I seen it. Oh yeah, that's my show. Okay, she's got to go yeah, on. Yeah. I've had that thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so we know your other one was was Pearl. Yeah, and um, so each the last one, um, is Alexa Grasso. Nice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my last one is someone you probably won't have heard of. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I only just discovered it about <laughs> a few days ago. Um, Ty Emery, what am I tying? <laughs> You're tying an Emery, no, Ty, Ty Emery, Ty Emery. Um, yeah, so I'd say neither did I until a few days ago. Um she a fighter? And, I don't know. Yeah. Um she may be more of an amateur fighter. Oh okay. but um she's had a few I think she's she's had a couple of fights. And according to whatever I've seen it, well, I don't know what it even was. She's been in um she's been in she's been a football player as well. Okay. Football league. And uh, now she's in <laughs> yeah, and now she's in now she's in the lingerie fighting championships, which I didn't even know was a thing. That's a thing. How, That's a thing. How did we not come across that in the weird side of MMA? Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, people don't find it weird. You know? I was just going to say, maybe people don't find it weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ty, Ty Emery is, is my last one. Um, I'll, I'll put a picture of her up on, on, our, on our Twitter after, the, after we've uh, done recording. Yeah. Well, when the episode goes out, rather. But, just for you right now, I don't know if you can see it because my light's on. Let me turn my light off, sir, and you can see. Let me turn the brightness down. Set in the mood here, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I. Caution <laughs> taken, Evan. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so there you go. That That's the reason okay. for, for there yeah. being on the list. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. And then um, third question from Cyrus um, now I'll read it out as he's put it uh, Megan Levy versus Laura, uh, Laura Sanko who got it so I don't know if he means if he fought or who would you rather I, I, he hasn't really put okay it. I'm going to try to break this down into three things I, I don't if if the, if he's saying that if he fought then I'd probably go Laura Sanko 
if they're going for if he's going for in terms of the broadcasting skill, then because I I haven't seen much of Laura Sanko because she's Bellator, didn't she? Yeah, you know it's, it's been hard to get Bellator over over here. Um, Not anymore though. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so I'd probably say Megan Alevi and in terms of who had who had more smash rather rather smash. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I'll probably go with Alevi. Okay. To, so to for me, alleviate. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'd probably go journalistic skills. Uh, Megan again, just because yeah. I've seen him more. Uh, in terms of who, if they fought, hard to say. I mean, yeah, I'd go Laura too, actually. Yeah. Um, and then who I'd rather, um, I'm going to say Laura again. Laura, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to go to that other quick thing that we mentioned is Bellator have now teamed with uh, BBC to deliver Bellator fights so the Brits are going to be able to fans. the Brits are going to be able to watch Bellator a lot easier you know <laughs> yeah it's been a while I mean it's been on channel it was on channel was 5 it was on form, it, it's been on channel 5 recently a few yeah. years back it was on like um, all four or something stupid like that mm. because the only reason I remember is because I recorded the whole series once when he had when we had Virgin in the house and I just yeah. remember recording it um, so it's been over here before, but now it's a good one because it's all it's going to be on demand. You can obviously yeah. watch them live. Um, and to be fair, when they done the Paris event and it was on iPlayer, we said at the time they needed they need to get a deal with them for good. Yeah. And thankfully they've done it. It's gonna it's gonna be huge for us. I mean, so that, I'm made that, up. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like we've been saying, obviously you want to look at other organisations as well, and you know see what they're like. And obviously. As you say, we've only done one episode with Bellator, which obviously for that reason it's hard to get Bellator because the app is terrible. I don't even know Shocking. if you put the live events on there, but either way, it's terrible compared to the one championship app. It's yeah, one championships are phenomenal. Yeah, um, so yeah, that was that type of news. Um, uh, great questions, though, Cyrus. Yeah, that was a that was a fun fun one. That I enjoyed that. expected expected nothing less from you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, next question is from uh, Chris from Unmatched, who's been okay. a guest of ours. Yeah. Who's been the guest of his. Yeah. And I unfortunately had to miss that one. I'm still cut up about that. I really am. Yeah. Um, gutted, honestly. Uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll uh, do it again as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Even if you stay off this one, no. Never <laughs> <laughs> sad. So, yeah, Chris asks. Um, so we thought everyone loves talking about their favourite fighters, but who are your least favourites and why? So mm. I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. Um, the, the, there's not a lot of fighters that I dislike. Um, try try and respect them as much as I can, given what they do and stuff. But two, two came to mind. One more easy than you. Then the first one was Kobe Covington. I just, I, can't, I don't think you need the reason. I, I just dislike the man. I mean, in terms of his fighting ability, wrestling, he's he's good. He won't be used, man. But he's he's good. 
in terms of him as a person and whether he's doing this as like a, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. You know, it's like he's doing a character rather than being himself yeah, yeah. to get in, engagements and stuff. I, I, I don't, I don't really like that. I don't, don't like him how he is. You know, after that, who's gonna fight with him? as the happiest person ever. Just, just to see him get beat by Usman. Um, and, and the second one, and, and this is more more recently, literally before the episodes, well, before we started recording, and it's Henry, Henry Cejudo, and it's... Yeah. He, um, he, he put... There was a headline that said, Corey San, Sanhagen is the best uh, pantomweight Um is is the second best pantomime uh, after uh, before me or after me, however it was worded, and it's just, I've seen stuff like that before from him, and you know he's saying that he's the best and he's this and that, but he still stays retired even though he's still quite young, and doesn't back it up. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, and it it irritates me. I mean, if you retired yet obviously still watch the sport but if you're going to say well he's this but I'm better you know it's like I'll prove it you know what I mean get in the octagon and prove it rather than staying retired that was stuff like that you know it's yeah what about you I mean I can't I can't I can't say that I dislike Suhudo his whole triple C thing annoys me though I will admit Um, what is that is it triple champ is that it's like yeah Triple C, yeah. So he's an Olympic gold medalist, and then he's obviously won titles at two weight classes. Fair is enough, fantastic. Bantam and Federer, yeah, I think so. Fair enough, fantastic achievements. But like, you you like four foot nothing. Stop <laughs> trying to like, stop trying to act like you're this massive tough guy you could take on the world. When like you know you just it's just cringy. Mm. That's I just I say I don't necessarily dislike the guy. I, I just find his triple C shtick. Let's say. Yeah. Um for me, Colby, yeah, that's an easy one. Um again, same as you, just he's a tit. Yeah. Um for lack of a better term. Um <laughs> still point And then I've got two more. I've got um for very different reasons as well. Um so okay. Connor again, Connor the fighter, yeah, respect. Um great. Connor the person. Um, even though he's been nicer the last couple of fights, not buying it myself. Um, still think he's an asshole. Yeah, I, I was um, like t- changing my tune with him for that reason. You know, he was showing respect, he was showing discipline and stuff. But then I think after after it, he said, "No more, Mister Nice Guy." Like, okay, so what does that mean? We're gonna get it was back an act. Back. Yeah. So. I, I had me I had me judgments about him anyway about that. I'd say Connor the fighter, yeah, got no problem with. He's a great fighter. Connor the person, I'll never like him, and I can't like him for the things he's done. Yeah, in the past. Um, and then the other one is, ironically, the only fight I would actually root for Connor in. Um, it's uh, Jose Aldo. You don't like Jose Aldo? Not anymore. Wanted them to beat Connor the first time around. Um, but now you'd then, like Connor to be thin of default again. Yeah, mm, simply okay. because for me, Jose Aldo acted like a fucking bitch for months and months and months and months trying to get another Connor fight. It's like 
he slept you in 13 seconds. Give it a rest. You're not getting the fight. Stop trying to do it, saying you'd beat him. You'd do this to him. You lost. Give it up. Move on. Fight somebody else. And for me, it was just like he kept going on and on and on about it. And it's just like, you know what? I hope Connor sleep. I hope Connor fucking sleeps it again. It, it no. done me head in with him and it just made me dislike him because of it. Um no, no, what that's that's similar to it's more recent. Um when I don't even know I'm pronouncing his name right, but it's it's Ghani, is it? Yeah. when he fought to Santos. And after it, the Santos kind of challenged that he hit him in the back of the head. Uh, I think up until this point, he's still going on about it. Does do, 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 do that annoy you as well? Or, I mean, it's not asking for the fight, but it's you know, it's similar it in does, terms of not still going much. on about something, you know? Yeah, it does, but not as much. I think simply because the Conor McGregor-Jose Aldo fight was so much more high-profile. Mm. higher profile fighters in it so you're seeing it more than you yeah. have done with, with that so yeah stuff like that just annoys me in general move on don't stop crying over it move on and and what what do me head in about it is you know all Aldo had to do was earn his fight against him again if he really wanted it yeah and then I'm sure they were trying to make it and then he backed and then he said no to it and nice. it's like hang on you've been trying to get a fight with him for so long and then I, I might have that wrong don't get me you know, don't take my word for it, but I'm, I'm some, it's something in my head. I remember something along them lines that the fight was trying to get made and Aldo said no. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you've been saying, I can beat him, I can beat him, I'll do this to him. And then you turn the fight down. It's like, no, go away. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're mine. Great questions, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, love this question, by the way, next. So, um, the guys over at Embrace the Grind. Yes. Um, yeah. If you haven't checked out their podcast, go and do it. It's fantastic. Same yeah. with all of them, actually, to be fair. Oh, Should have said that about them all, but Embrace the Grind, doing some good stuff. Um, love this question, as I say. Uh, so what weight class do you think is the most stacked right now, and why? Oh, um, do we just have to pick one? <laughs> um, you know, it's a good question when you go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, I'd, I'd probably go with welterweight or, or lightweight, and it, that's just strictly when you look through the, the calendar of fighters in that top 15, it's it's crazy. I mean, even when you're taking the top five, that after them weeks, but if I have to nail it down to one, I'd, I'd probably have to say say lightweight. Um, lightweight's probably the most most stacked. You know, a lot of different fights and a lot of good fights that can still be made. Um, even though like other weight other weight classes are are good as well. You know, heavyweight and stuff like that. I, I just think lightweight's got a lot of intrigue in it in terms of what yeah. you can do for the matchups obviously you've got the whole thing with the the belt and you will become champion next and you've got that whole possible whatever you want to call it six man tournament and whatnot you know so I, I just find the lightweight division to be the most stacked and intriguing right now yeah um, without sounding like I'm agreeing that you're on everything <laughs> um, I was going to say lightweight myself um, I think especially after the way 
two was it two five seven? I think was McGregor Dustin, wasn't it? After the way the two fights on yeah. that card played out, um, you know, we've we've got Chandler in the mix now. Yeah. You've got Dustin, you've got Connor, you've got Justin, you've got Hooker still, you've got Ferguson. I mean, the top Didn't six. Say seven, Oliveira. Sorry, you've got Oliveira. Yeah. He keeps getting overlooked <laughs> by me. Um, and potentially, because he is still classed as a champ, you might still have Khabib. Probably mm. not, but he is still the champ technically. So I, I think I've seen someone. I think he was on an event for his promotion. And I think he, he said, you know, yeah, I, I might be having a talk with Dana in Vegas or mm. whatever thing he was saying, but we have them all the time. Every time I see him, we'll have dinner and have a chat. But I think he was saying he doesn't want to hold the division up anymore. Yeah. But I, no, I, I to think... be fair, he said that from the off, hasn't he? But mm. I mean, the division at the moment just looks brilliant, as you say. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people would attribute it more to Dana wanting to hold on to him, you know, and try to get that last fight. I mean, if the man's done, he's done, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dana's just looking at the money. The, the marketing side of things would be, like, off the charts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I it's bad now. Because um, after the, the time he's spent out, you know, not exactly that, that long, was it October? Was it, was it the last mm. time? But without it, is, it it'll, it'll be thing he does like a comeback fight you know mm. what I mean rather than just a regular title defensive he a comeback fight for you know defending his title against whoever you know what I mean you know proper build it up but let the man be you know what I mean yeah no I agree Um, but yeah that looks great so yeah great question love that one yeah that's a really good one um, the next one we've got is from BJ Local. Uh, from embrace, uh, embrace the Grind, funny enough. So yeah. technically that's through from them. <laughs> um, but he says, uh, I'll read out the full tweet for you. So uh, we all heard Upman uh, Azaita got cut from the UFC for violating a shitload of rules, but somehow Ali got him a second chance. Is it fair to say that Ali is the manager with the most juice in the league? Um, yeah, I guess that that's fair to say. To say. I mean, Given what he's done, you know, violating COVID rules, you know, I, I think there was some mention about a box, I don't know exactly what it was, but to violate COVID rules, be fired, you know, especially with how everyone is with COVID and stuff, and, you know, it's it's a big, especially with the UFC, I would, I would have approached it, you know, to try not to take any risk with them violating them rules for Ali to be able to you know, speak to, to Dana or whoever you spoke to and said, listen, you know, it was it was this, it was that, you know, give him another chance. He's he's a great businessman himself and he, he, he's got a, a ton of fighters on, on his ring and it seems like he'll do his, the utmost he can do to make sure his fighters get the best. You know what I mean? And that's just an example of it. So, yeah, I, I guess it's, that's fair to say he's the manager that's got the most juice. Yeah. You know, is to, to be able to do that after the violation, get your fighter a second chance in the biggest, you know, mixed martial arts organisation. It's it's a lot of pull. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'd have to agree. Um, 
you know, you see him, you see Ali on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a personality in his own right. Um, and yeah, he definitely does have have the most juice. Um, he's got the he's got probably most of the biggest fighters on his book. So um he's gonna have pug just because yeah. of that. So yeah, absolutely would. I think it's I think it's very fair to say. Do you, um, do, you, do you think it's fair that he gets uh, obviously people say everyone deserves a second chance, but given you know how serious you actually have been taking COVID and you know get, doing all the tests and everything for him to violate those you know COVID rules, do you think he should deserve to be back and especially when he got caught? You know what I mean? Um it's a, it's a risk for UFC, definitely. Um, I'd imagine they've probably said something along the lines of you step, put one toe out of line, out of line, out of line, I said. Um, if you put one toe <laughs> out of line, if you do one little tiny thing wrong, you're gone and you're never coming back. Mm. Um, I'd imagine it's probably gone down like that. You know, don't get me wrong, it's probably, you've probably pandered to them a bit, probably gone into Dana's office and gone, Deeply regret what we've done, showing a lot of remorse. Massive, massive statements and everything about it. Yeah, know, yeah, of course. Rehearsed. Of course. Yeah. Seven, seven page emails <laughs> yeah. about why you shouldn't have done it, yeah. how it wasn't his fault. You know, um, probably blamed it on like Connor or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's probably one of them, like when, when you're a kid and you do something and you go, ah, he, he, you know, so-and-so told me to do it and you barely just go, if they jumped off a bridge, would you jump too? That's probably what it's been one of them. Yeah, he made me do it. Did you put your hand yeah. in the fire? Um, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it depends if he done it, yeah. Yeah. No, I say, it's a risk, but it'd be a calculated risk. Um, mm. There'll be a reason that they've agreed to take him back. It's not just going to be a case of, well, he said he's sorry. There'll be something behind it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, great question, BJ. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that was a great one. And um, our final question that we've had sent in, and then we've got a question each for each other. Okay. Final question we've been sent in is from uh, from Greg uh, from the And Then Some podcast. Um, another another great podcast. Wait, 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 I think it. I think it's actually And Then Some More podcast. Um, I, I believe. The, the, oh, just, to yeah. sure, just to make sure we're not cutting the, the podcast. Incredible. We'll um. <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. Yeah, it is, and then some more. But on his name, it says Greg from the and then some podcast. So yeah. I just I just read his name on Twitter. Yeah. But Greg, yeah, it is, and then some more. I apologise, Greg. Yeah. Um, but yeah, question he's sent for us. So I'm going to read this out to you again, as the tweet says, and then I'm going to sort of put my own interpretation on it. Okay. Um, so what he said is of the major contenders at heavyweight, that being Stipe Francis. John and Volkov, who would Derek Lewis be favoured against, if at all, and which one is his toughest fight? So my interpretation of that is, I, I don't necessarily think Derek would be the favourite for any of them fights, but if I would say what who Derek Lewis would fare the best against out of them, I would probably say Volkov. Mm. Um, I think he's not you know, Francis has obviously got the power. Stipe is just, you know, his skill set again, as I've mentioned, is he's very one of them. He's just got a fantastic, very well-rounded, you know, yeah. heavyweight goat. Uh, John, potentially all-time goat. So I think Volkov in that respect 
I think Dong Rong Vok was very good. Um, I just think Derek would probably fare the best against uh, him. And toughest fight. Um, hmm. I think at the moment we know he's already got a win over Francis. Hmm. Um, maybe you know people would make the argument that he would be the one he'd be favoured against. But I think since their first fight, Francis has gone to another level now. Um, for me, I think though Derek's toughest fight would be Stipe, um, because he is so well rounded. He's four big hitters. Um, he knows how to handle them. I think. Yeah. And again, I just think. Stipe knows how to know like this is and again this is only because we don't know what Jones can do a heavyweight yet. But yeah. I think Stipe can nullify Derek's strengths best. Yeah. Not bad. Um, so how I interpreted it, because I think he said who uh, who would he be most favourable against. Is that that right? Most favourable. Um, yeah, let me read it again, Monster. Yeah. Just, uh, just... Who would Derek Lewis be favoured against, if at all? Yeah. And who was the toughest fight? So, at first, I took it as, like, betting favourites. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I'll do that, and then I'll do, like, what, what you thought. So, I think, in terms of betting favourites, uh, I think he'll, he'll the win over in Ghana. I'm sure he's got a win over Volkov. Yeah. Um, I think he's, he'd probably be the betting favourite over Volkov. Um and weird enough, even though he's got a win over him, I don't think he'd be the better favourite over Nganu. Just because of what you said, Nganu's just shot up. Even though Lewis is there, Nganu's went up in a completely different way. He's just took on a whole new thing. Um, and Stipe and Jones, I don't, I don't, he, he won't be a better favourite against them. But in terms of who I would favour him against, if he was to fight any of them. Volkov, definitely, I think, uh, he could beat them again. Um, yeah. Nganu's a, a, a difficult one. Um, and as I say, he's obviously got the win over him before, but that was then, you know, this is now. It's it, It'd be just a case of whoever lands first, I, I think, with, without the, the fighting, you know, and I think, but uh, well, I still think Ngannou might get it. Um, and then in terms of Stipe and Jones, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't see him really. He might do all right against them, but as we say, they're very well-rounded. I think even though we haven't seen Jones at heavyweight, I think, like you said, he's just got one of them skill sets that could transfer easily and I could see him doing to a lot of heavyweights what do you do to light heavyweights you know what I mean yeah. good wrestling dynamic striking um, yeah I mean I, I just can't see Lewis favouring against them tough, toughest fight uh, things only right to say Stipe you know he's the champion he's for you know the, the who's who, you know I, I think Stipe would be his his toughest fight. Yeah, it covered everything. Yeah, covered yeah. everything. Okay. Um, so yeah, another <laughs> another great question there. Thank you very much, Greg. Uh, so that covers the questions from the guys in the commission. 
And um, again, you know, write in again because I mean, we, we love answering these questions. We've got a lot more this time around, you know, it's, yeah, it's brilliant to being able to, to answer questions from listeners, you know what I mean, and, and the commission. Yeah, Mac. Um, so finish it off now. When I've got much more to go over now. So um, finish it off. We've, as I say, we've both devised the question for the other, which we don't know what, what it is in advance. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a very, very genuine question uh, response on both sides. So uh, do you want to ask me yours first? Okay. Yeah. So mine is MMA releases, and it's. As I said, when, when we first started, I kind of contradicted myself. But the question is, like, are you surprised to see that a lot of fans will uh, overlook or, you know, just, you know, just completely count someone else of a fight, even though it's MMA? I mean, a brilliant example would be Justin and Connor. I mean... Dustin got completely overlooked. You know what I mean? Everyone thought Connor had to win over them. Connor's come back. All of it was on him. And I, I think Dane even said I had, to, I had to bring Dustin up to, you know, the media and that for him to be yeah. spoken about. You know, are you still surprised when we get these and we get fans? You know, I've done it myself. I've done it before when I mentioned the whole thing about is he being the striking favourite? No. Mm. But, like, does it still surprise when we still get fans, you know, overlooking fighters when it, it is MMA, it's not boxing. It's boxing, obviously, yeah, it's, you know what I mean, one-dimensional. But with MMA, it's like you've got so many different weapons and, you know what I mean, it's very unpredictable. Yeah. Like, It should surprise me, but... It- doesn't because in MMA there's still too many people who play favourites. Yeah. Um. So regardless of who who's fighting who, people pick based on who they prefer as just who their preference is rather than who they actually think will win. Yeah. So you're seeing it on Twitter with the Dustin and Connor fight. Not a lot of people chose Dustin, or not a lot of people that I see in anyway chose yeah. Dustin. Um. I was one of the few who put it out there myself that I thought Dustin was going to win. Yeah. But that's the thing because Connor's loved by a lot of people. Um, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Connor's going to win. He's going to, he's going to, and he, but he makes people buy into what he's he's saying. So he said he's going to knock him out inside, was it 90 seconds? He said, or 60 seconds. I um, think of 90. And, and everyone took that as gospel. And that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. Everyone's, Every, all it was was is Connor's going to knock him out inside 90 seconds. He said that he's going to do it. It's like, well, not, not really, no. I, 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 didn't he say something similar to with Mayweather? Like, I'm going to knock yeah, him out probably. in the first round or something. Probably. I would have been past him. But that, that's the thing, as I say, people play favourites with MMA when it's, it's a tough sport to play favourites with. Mm. For me, the only person I've seen in, in MMA that you can truly say I, I don't see how this person's getting beat. Certainly in the last five years or so anyway, is Khabib. Yeah. Um and it, you know, I think for a period of time you people probably you probably said it about uh, Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um people have probably said it about GSP for the time. Um 
So don't get me wrong, there'll always be fighters that people will go, I don't see how this person's getting beat. Um, we said it with Ronda years ago. Yeah. We said it with her, like, how do you beat Ronda? And then Holly Holm showed how you do it. Um, Brock, Brock was the same when he was dominant as the champ. Um, I didn't like him particularly at the time. Um, mm. I've, he's, I've liked him more over the years as he's as I've sort of watched him back and stuff, yeah. as I've said in the past. But at the time, I remember saying, I want Kane to win, but I don't think he's going to do it. I don't see how anyone beats uh, Brock. I, I, I said... I remember I said I said that to everyone, all all our, our mates and that, King gonna win, and I, I got laughed at. And yeah. Brooks 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 too superior. Like King Velasquez is, is crazy wrestling. You now he's a I'm sure he was a he was at NCA NCAA himself, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, don't don't look past his wrestling, and obviously we seen what happened when when they got in. You know. It, was able to defend and take down and take yeah. a moment, but yeah. And I say that's the thing we've all been guilty of it, so it's gonna, it'll always happen. Um, yeah, that's the reason it doesn't surprise me. That's the reason I'm not. Um, um, it doesn't. I'm not surprised by it. It doesn't bother me either, though. Yeah. Um, let people, as I say, people are going to play favourites. Let them play favourites. Do, do Do you find you have any favourites? Um, or do you try not to do it yourself? Try not to contradict try, yourself. I, I, yeah, no, I, I try. I try my best not to. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, again, see, my, me playing favourites doesn't mean I think that person is going to win at all costs. Like, yeah. I've got fighters that are my favourite fighters. Whether that's because I just like them as fighters, or if they're local, we support them, obviously. Yeah. So for us, like that and that until. Yeah, that until we we'll always reform him, but it doesn't always mean I know he's gonna win. Yeah, There's some fights he goes into, but I think I don't think Darren. It's quite challenging. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not biased in that sense. I think yeah. the only one who, again, I've just said it, the only one who probably falls under that category at the moment is Khabib, because yeah. nobody's shown how you get near him anyway. So we haven't had a reason to believe otherwise with Khabib, and I think that's the difference. Well, you haven't got a reason to believe otherwise. What, what else can you think about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, good question. I like that. Um, so mine is is not MMA related. Just to round it off. Okay. Um, decided to go with a little bit of a music related question. Well, a little bit. It's a hundred percent music related <laughs> question. Just <laughs> um, one part. It's music. <laughs> yeah. So normally with things like this, we go for the top five. I'm going to be mm. a bit nicer to you and only ask for the top three. Okay. Um, so, uh, I want your top three guilty pleasure songs. Oh, guilty pleasures. Oh, um, mine are mine are bad. I'm just gonna say that. Um, mine hmm. are bad. So you, the 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 badder the better is all I'm gonna say. Um, because <laughs> they're not okay. really guilty pleasures. Okay. Um. So one. Would be BGs. Staying alive? No, no. What was it called? Um, it, it, it's more than a woman. And uh, <laughs> uh, what, what? What's the other one? What the other? <laughs> um, how deep is your love? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, that's them. Um, 
That's just a that's just pop world over here. Yeah, I'm sure Americans have got their equivalent to pop world where it's just cheesy nineties songs all night, and it's it's for me pop world was always one of them places like I dreaded the thought of going in there. And then I went in there and it was the greatest time. Yeah, like, so, the best lines ever. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure Americans have got your own version of that. And please let us know what it is because that that that'd be intriguing. Yeah. So is that is that are you counting that as three or are you going to give us another one? I'm going to try to do another one because I think doing both be a bit bit too easy. So, um, hmm, um, ah, the song list just went ah. Uh, um, Roy Orbison. <laughs> what one? Uh, is it? Is it a pretty woman? Is it? Does he do that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair I, enough. I don't, I don't mind that one. You know, was... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Oh, uh, let, let, let okay. me, let me hear yours. <laughs> Mine are a lot worse than yours. I'm just going to say oh, now. I don't feel too bad. You then. might, so you might, you might know this song. Again, I'm sure American listeners will definitely know this song. Uh, it's it's a country song, and I don't even okay. really like country music, but it's um, "Amazed by Lone Star." Do you want to give us a little little preview? I, I do not. I do Lone, not. Lone Star. <laughs> I don't even know. No, Lone Star. Lone Star's the band. Oh, I thought that was the name. I thought that was the name of the song, like Lone Star. No, like, Lone, Lone Star's the Lone Star's the band. Amazed is the song. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, amazed. It's a good I'm, song. I'm amazed at the Lone Star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, but I do not want to give a rendition. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> my second one is um, "My Love" by Westlife. Okay, okay. I, I don't don't feel too bad about the music song. <laughs> oh no, no. I don't know what it is. I kind of just like Westlife to be honest. With you. Um, and then my third one. Um, probably. It was like five or something. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be a guilty pleasure. That would okay. be that. That's a very, very upfront pleasure. Five, okay. <laughs> now, me, me third one is a is a is a newer song. It's a Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. Is that Miley Cyrus? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it come on the radio once and I was like, ah, oh, it's a good song. So I was like, yeah. shit. Find yourself. Popping to it, and when you start, like, you, when it's in me or anything, it's like, if it gets you moving, it's a good song. <laughs> That's it. Sometimes you, you can't help what song you like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Damn, mind, don't get wrong, I could, I could have done a full list of it. Um, yeah, I, I know you're... Don't get wrong, most of mine... Yeah, most of mine wouldn't have been guilty, in fairness, but yeah. I think them three probably do fall under that category. Yeah, I know you're quite a, a big... Admire the the guilty pleasures, you know. Your, oh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Rick Ashley and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, one of my one of my favorite Spotify playlists. Um, so yeah, they're they mine anyway. But very interesting. That, that was a that was a good little, little end end to the episode. Yeah. You know, little, absolutely little laugh. <laughs> but yeah, like we say, we just wanted to uh, put something out there today because, like we say, it's been a while. Um, yeah. I think this would be what? This would be like 19, 20 now, will it? Are we getting I there, are we? So. I think so. I think we're close to the 20 mark. Yeah, but with a milestone, which is yeah. nice. 
Yeah, and we will, I think, for episode 20, um, we'll try to make another another big thing that maybe we could do. Maybe on UFC 10, maybe we can do UFC 20 or something, but it's, it's something. Yeah, can, maybe. You know, look at it and try, try and make a big episode, you know. Uh, uh, every 10 episodes to do like a, a milestone episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that that's us, and um, hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to everyone for the questions that they've given us, and we will give a shout out on Twitter. Um, but thanks again if you've enjoyed it. Please let us know, like, subscribe, rate us, uh, or if you think we've been shit, tell us. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> thanks for listening, and until next time. Super necessary.